0: Hey Steph Hey Cody Today we have none other than the Empowerment Life Coach of Ventura County, Sarah Trumbull
1: Yes, very exciting, hopefully she's going to get us ready to live our best lives
0: Now she had good advice, great words to say We do apologize if the audio is not to the best quality We were on Zoom because we were being very safe Sarah was lovely and we are so excited for you to hear this So here we go Let's go Thank We're recording oh we are recording
1: i sneak it she in. Does this okay.
0: every, if you listen to the beginning of any episode she does this to me every single time where i'll be talking about the most bonkers thing and she'll be like well we're going so i'm always like when <laughs> okay. are we going to start go. every episode i'm like when are we starting
1: oh it's we're great. already started
0: <laughs> oh my gosh Yay! well thank you we for joining I'm us so via happy. zoom sarah it's so exciting to have you you're a ventura local I sure am. You sure oh, sorry, are. If
2: we're being specific,
0: well, Ventura County, and using girl. correct grammar. <laughs> yeah, right. Ventura County. I love it. And you are a mm-hmm. empowerment life coach. Yes, I am. Which I feel like a lot of people need these days. Do you? Um, what would you say? You know, I'm sure that there's a a sense of confidentiality going on. You know, with with your line of work, but if you could mm-hmm. say, you know, what is the main thing people seem to um, collectively noticed a trend in people of what they request your help with?
2: Um, it is de- definitely mindset work. Um,
0: yeah,
2: and there's been a lot of talk, like on social media, with like TikTok and like working through a lot of childhood trauma or um, limiting beliefs and what I have noticed is the trend or the pattern is really helping um helping women like move past those or uncover or even for them to recognize and have that awareness of oh okay wow this is what has been stopping me and I had no idea it like shows up in so many different ways.
0: So, so you allow people to kind of take down boundaries and well women specifically you you just mentioned you you work specifically yes. with women.
2: Yes. I haven't oh. Um, I don't know. I just, I, li- I like the, the feminine energy. I feel more like drawn to women. I feel yeah. more.
0: Men don't think they have problems.
2: <laughs> yeah, That's the exactly. thing. Men don't
0: think they have <laughs> <Exactly>. problems. <girl. laughs> all
2: of them to ask we,
1: for help we, would be a lot.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. And our whole sessions are talking about men. So.
0: Oh yeah, Perfect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you think that you're drawn to this because you've already been like a hype woman to all your friends and the people around you and it just felt natural?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um I always knew that like I wanted to be in service of women like um when I first not started but like had come to this realization of oh I want to be a helper, that's my goal, that's my passion. I always wanted to work with adolescent women like or teenagers like really coming into their adulthood and then um as I became an adult I was like oh my god, I have way more problems than a fucking teenager does so. <laughs> so they need all the help
0: well that's true i mean part of adulthood is unpacking things that happened in your in your developmental years unpacking these um kind of you know you know just kind of like grooves in the in the grain there of like what yeah. these developmental years have done to you kind of create who you are as a person today and that in in my opinion includes teen years looking back when i was a teenager Mm -hmm. i didn't have shit figured out girl well
1: i think yeah when you talk about limiting beliefs we're using the voices in our heads from when we're very young someone told us something Mm -hmm. we believed something and it's always there so it's like the way that i think about it is like the different years of trauma or the different things that have happened like your 15 year old self is telling you to run and hide you're 10 year olds you know what I mean like there's a bunch of voices yeah exactly take over
2: I I describe it like as an onion like you're peeling back the layers and like trying to get to the source of like you said who who told me this or where where did I get this idea from because I don't really feel this way about myself but for some reason I can't move past these beliefs that I hold to be true
0: We Stephanie and I met last week for a picnic in the park just to talk about it was really it wasn't really talking shop we were just kind of hanging out as friends which is fun um because we rarely do that I know to be honest (laughs) with you I mean we worked together for such a brief amount of time we started this podcast and we rarely hang out so it's always a pleasure when we do but we got into a really great conversation about how um I kind of me individually um I have like a chameleon effect where I kind of pick up people's personalities or how they want me to behave, um, depending on who I'm with. And I could be a completely—I hate to say this—it's not like a—it's an awful quality. I wish I didn't have, but I can be a completely different person with one person, and then I go to someone else, and I'm a different person with them. Do you have people who have similar issues with that? And. I'm just trying to get some free life coaching here to be real to <laughs> help me. What What is that about? How come I have so desperately to be what people coping. need me to be?
1: You're coping.
2: Yeah, I think what Steph said is that is a coping mechanism, like wanting to be a people pleaser, like wanting people to like us and wanting to be accepted. Maybe, you know, there, there had to be some time in your life where, you me? didn't feel
0: like that. <laughs> as a gay like... guy growing up in a conservative family, <laughs> right. never felt accepted. No, that's right. not fair. My parents made me feel accepted as a kid. Like mm-hmm. it was just, yeah. But
2: like going to you, you know, going to school and having that, wanting to be like that, so you feel, oh, I want to do, I want to act like them or I want to be like them because yeah. I want to please them, and I want, I. That's a part of our instincts. Is like our primal instincts is to be um in a group is to be involved. Like we're not really meant to be by ourselves. So FOMO is real. Like and it's yeah. like really ingrained in our head because we want to be accepted and we want to be loved by people around us.
0: Yeah. And you
2: being a chameleon is just
0: Well how I, you I do it. <laughs> I I, I was, what would you would you have any recommendations on how to kind of break that pattern? Because I don't always consider it to be a good thing anymore especially as i try to <laughs> live more authentically i feel like every day i want to be more and more authentic and sometimes i catch myself going gosh i'm not even acting like myself but who am i what like who even am i sometimes i feel cuz i'm so constantly i'll i'll watch a, i'll watch a movie and start to like be like i want to be like that person and mama you watch itania <laughs> enough i don't want to be that person <laughs> what am i doing <laughs>
2: Please no. Um, so, some advice that I would give you is um, really step like you like you said. You have that awareness of kind of kn- <laughs> of knowing, like okay, I'm not being authentic right now,
0: yeah. and
2: that's really the whole part of changing our mind and changing our mindset is becoming aware because before, like, we're living on autopilot and we don't really know or recognize when we're doing things differently to fit in or when we're yeah. saying different language and like trying to be accepted or whatever it may be. Um, so it's really like taking that awareness and setting your attention like, okay, am I, I'm, I'm not being authentically. I feel like I'm doing something else. So then, and then once you have that awareness, taking action and like doing something that makes that, you know, makes you feel authentic that you want to do that myself. is true to yourself. Yeah. So it's just building on that intuition and then really acting upon that because uh, then the action is really the big part because we can have that um, awareness. We can know, okay, I'm not doing this. And a lot of, and that's a a lot of the times where people stop.
0: Okay. So then doing something to to the ground.
1: Do you think too that like hand in hand with that would be like setting boundaries and having hard conversations with people about use of language and like use of, your time or whatever like because I can be a little bit of a chameleon too or feel like forced into situations and it's like maybe taking the extra step of being like hey when I hang out with you like I love our time together but when you use this language it makes me feel like I have to code switch or like be someone else or Mm -hmm.
2: you
1: know what I mean like oh yeah no I
2: feel like yeah I feel like that is great and that's that's so hard like us actually um setting our boundaries and like being okay with setting our boundaries is hard. I feel like it's more accepting now because of social media and people really taking into consideration like their mental health and they're being more open of having those hard conversations, but yeah, really honoring yourself and knowing, like you said, kind of knowing like what triggers you to do something out of alignment, um, I think that's great because I even struggle with, um, having, cause I've like kind of had an identity shift of like becoming a life coach. And when I used to be like a ratchet single mom or whatever I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but, and then like having, taking on a new identity and saying like, Oh, Hey, this is actually what I want to do. I'm not what you're doing now is in alignment with what I'm doing and who I'm trying to be. So,
1: yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
2: Um,
1: yeah, growing up, there's a lot of
2: like are
1: needing. reevaluating who's around you. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean boundaries. Oh, yeah. Boundaries are a hard thing. I mean, there's something I'm definitely I've been working on for months now. But you're right with mm-hmm. the social media. I don't even know if I would have known what the idea of setting boundaries were if it weren't for social media. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think yeah, that's fabulous advice for sure. For if you, I could, feel
2: like TikTok definitely i don't know if you guys are on tiktok but like no the um, oh okay no but the mental no, by health, all means
0: take your talk mama take your talk let's see
2: the, the so i was one of the millennials that was like oh my god quarantine happened like i'm gonna get on tiktok right now yeah but really the mental health advocacy on there is mind-blowing like i have got clients through tiktok just from them, like going onto my page and then like, you know, funneling through Instagram, but the, um, the mental health awareness, like the community on there is so strong. And so how Instagram kind of has like a toxic, um, yes. competing type of, um, community. It's totally not like that. And I feel like um, like you said, you wouldn't have even known what boundaries are, like a lot of childhood trauma, the limiting beliefs, setting boundaries. It's a topic on there, which yeah. is great.
0: I, like Stephanie said, I, we don't, we don't take over, over here, but so I guess I don't know too much about <laughs> it. I is, does TikTok have, so apparently you said that there's a, a mental health like crew on TikTok or like a subculture on TikTok for mental health. What's that there like? There sure is, yeah. Because I thought to me, oh, I always sorry. thought TikToks were like dances and lip singing. You know what I mean? Which, yeah, which they I've seen I've seen somewhere where I now it hits the bill where I'm like, well, they th- this person needs life coaching for sure. I've seen some TikToks where I'm like this person could really <laughs> use some guidance. So, what, yeah. what, what kind of mental health um and of course I'm not knocking a mental health community. No, no, no. But, you know, some of those people no, I understand. maybe they don't need that they don't know that they need the help. I mean, my goodness! But what is the mental health community like on TikTok? What's an average video like?
2: Um, I think I think there's just a lot of tips. Like a lot of, um, mm-hmm. hey, if you're going through this, you can do X, Y, Z, and. Voila, or you know not voila, but like there's a lot of people there's a lot of therapists there's a lot of um marriage counselors parenting um mindful parents like who just do like a lot of tips but they so when once you start liking things you get more of those videos you know they they give you more of what you want so i i don't so that's how my tiktok is um when i first started it was a whole bunch of like dances and like You know what it what kind of started it but Mm -hmm. um i found myself in mental health tiktok and i like it
0: you learn a lot about people based on their algorithm yeah you learn a lot about (laughs) people based on what is suggested to them on (laughs) social media That is for sure. Um,
1: I'm curious too, like I'm I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed in my opinion on social media about like mental health and loving yourself and blah, blah, blah. Like where does it become like toxic positivity? Where does it become like, oh, here's a solution to every one of your problems. Oh, here's a tip for, you know, like I, I think that it's super helpful, but like where does it cross into like territory of like, of like, I don't know. It's just like not helpful or toxic or I don't know. I just, I'm worried that it's like getting too much.
0: For instance, there was, there was a hilarious meme going around after the horrific capital, um, attack that happened a couple weeks ago now and the meme had all these like beautiful Mm -hmm. text posts with like beautiful um graphic designs It's like and it's like yeah they're saying tomorrow instagram is going to look like this and it was like beautiful text designs of like how to how to handle your country being taken over like like you know what i mean like it was very it was kind of it was kind of a a tongue-in-cheek tease on how people have really handled 2020 with these kind of yeah. like you said maybe perhaps toxic positivity posts.
1: I guess it's just like mm-hmm. watching who it's coming from. Like for me it's like are people um performing <laughs> is it like performative because it's a hot topic or is it you know something like you're right. a certified coach like yeah something I want to follow you and listen yeah. and like right. be aware But it doesn't seem like I guess that's what I would rather take
0: advice from someone like you Sarah who is certified did the work to get certified is an official life coach versus me Joe Schmo down the street that's like, this is how you need to to talk to your deceased parents about having boundaries with them. (laughs) Like, do you know what I mean? so so where oh do you God. where do you draw the line where do you <laughs> yeah what, what's, a, what's a red flag where you go this is probably bad information as far as mental health awareness goes do you ever see that
2: um yeah 100 percent. i think uh, everything on um social media take it with a grain of salt like you don't know you know maybe just because something worked for somebody doesn't mean it can work for you um I think if you're in that borderline of like over consuming of having too much information like it's time to yeah (laughs) you know turn it off and do something like for me like you said you guys have been looking on my Instagram like um I try to make it fun and light and like I don't like mental health or like just these conversations to be so heavy and it's like oh like we're so clinical and like we can't have a casual conversation about um what's going on or how we're feeling so I've been having fun like with the reels and like doing stuff to lighten the mood because it is we're always consuming every time you go on people are trying to sell you something people are trying to tell you to to do something but I think the number one thing is like if you feel if you don't think that you should have any problems then that's your problem like we yeah. we are we all have problems like we're yeah you're not going to go through life like rainbows and butterflies and unicorns like why there's the there's not? always going to be something why <laughs> why and honestly I, I don't
1: want to sound grumpy I think it's cool that people are trying to help each other and stuff it's just sometimes it feels like a
0: little much I think that I no, think yeah. yeah I think you're on to totally stuff where it needs to be you know, it's, people can share, I think it's good when people share their experiences, but as far as pushing um, advice on others, you should be qualified Mm -hmm. to do so, Yeah. you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Do you feel like since you've like switched your career and like are coming into, like stepping into this new like force, do you feel like really welcomed and like you're being affirmed on like your platforms and like, are you feeling it?
2: Um, I think more with like the outside, Community, more yeah. with um people who I don't know and who are like it's exciting. I'm able to share my story with and be like, oh yeah, you I used to do this, and now I do this um before, and I was just talking to my I have like a coach and a mentor too, and we were talking about the evolution that I have come through. And I was like, yeah, I can't when I first started, I was so terrified to even make a video yeah. on my story because I was like, what are these what are these people going to think about me? Like they they saw me posting like crazy ass shit a year ago. How like, crazy?
0: How <laughs> crazy? Give yes, us an example, please.
1: <laughs> i
2: like an
0: example. Crazy. <laughs> my
2: um, my slogan
1: was mom on the loose. So. Mom on
0: the list. Oh, I love
1: that. Bad Moms Club or whatever. <laughs> Mom on the list. Sometimes
0: you just need to sometimes you just need to leave your kid at home and run away. They'll be oh, fine. Yeah.
2: Get to put she sharp things gone. away.
0: Yeah. They're fine. I and then know the though. next
2: morning it was like, "Come here, Maya." It's Aww.
0: Aww, very sweet. What's your baby's name? Maya. Maya, how old is Maya?
2: She's 6.
0: Wow. oh maya papaya i get yeah, it maya yeah you papaya. have a highlight on your instagram that says papaya and it was a bunch mm-hmm. of pictures of a baby and i thought does she know that's not a tropical fruit does she know that's a baby <laughs> should we tell her <laughs> Should we should tell her, her that's her? not a papaya that's a baby did you have like mm-hmm.
1: a breaking point where you were like <laughs> maybe i shouldn't go out and do poppers with gay men in west hollywood i don't- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I <know. I'm> just <laughs> <laughs> she but before no, before I recording she was me. she was sniffing essential was. oils and I was asking if they were poppers and I taught her what oh. they were yeah
2: yeah
0: it's um, better you're better so off so i
2: didn't me. have um A realization then, like when sniffing the poppers, I don't even think
0: I've had. Um, I've had a few realizations sniffing poppers. Let me tell you something. I've learned a few things about myself. Open
1: that third eye with the popper. You know what I'm saying? Third eye. Get woke. Get woke on poppers. Oh my god.
0: Oh my god. Open up your brown eye with poppers. More like it. Oh. 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 <laughs> she can't That's she's oops laughing. She, she's, oops. <laughs> oops. You can't see her, but she's on Zoom laughing. She's oh not silently god. horrified, I hope. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> wow. Oh, so <laughs> the be,
0: more you, you know. Usually you find your clients or your clients find you rather on either TikTok or Instagram, most popularly.
2: Um yes now they do so before i was like before i went full blown with this i was waitressing and then i would like get referrals through there i would tell people "Oh, hey yeah like i'm doing this um so i had a couple clients through there through the restaurant and then from there i was like getting referrals but now since covid and i was like oh, okay i want to like go i want to make this my main source of income like now is my time to do what i really want to do um it's been all social media. Yeah. And so that's been, diff- that's been a whole different, um, area of learning that I had no idea
0: about. Did you, so. Did you? this is, this has, to I promise this has to do with the topic. Did you enjoy waitressing? Did you enjoy serving? Yeah. Because you're, we're, I love it. We're, we have three former servers here. You, Stephanie yes. and I, we're all former servers. I was just servers. gonna say,
1: I love restaurant people.
0: And you know what's mm-hmm. interesting? All of us enjoyed serving. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And, are we all extroverts? You
0: have to like people and you have to mm-hmm. understand people to not only be a good server, but to like it as well. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to tap in with people's energies to give them the experience that they want. And I think that that's interesting that we have two podcast hosts and a life <laughs> coach that are former servers and they it has yeah. to do with dealing with people and kind of getting in their heads a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I love think, that. I find that interesting. Do you think that... um Beyond the networking aspect, do you think that serving um, waiting tables helped you understand that you wanted to help people? Do you see a lot of people that you're like, you need a lot of help? <laughs> you ordered that, you need a lot of help. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> no. I never judged people off what they order. It was how they treat it. Oh, me. Really? I did. Really? You oh. didn't?
0: Absolutely.
2: I, tr- I try... I... Because I felt like people were judging me
0: because I was like, oh, oh, Oh." see, this 50 year old man used to get a a box of chocolate milk every day from where I worked every single morning. so cute. He would get a box of chocolate milk. No, because he was really a rude guy. And I just remember thinking every time, what the, like, be as rude as you want to me. But at the end of the day, you're the one drinking a box of chocolate milk on your morning so go fuck off. (laughs) What (laughs) advice would you give him to be a nicer person? cut the dairy
2: well if he wasn't gonna be nice i would tell him stay the fuck home i would hate when people would come out and they would be so oh my god you're
1: already mad you haven't sat down yet you came to be miserable
0: feeding you know working at the public is not an easy task
1: (laughs) It's it's okay wait i want to know what (laughs) restaurant you worked at
2: oh i worked at so many um here in ventura county i worked at or in ventura i worked at mrs Olson's. oh shit (laughs) I don't
0: know. If I Where's that? <laughs> <laughs> What's that promo? Um, Mrs.
2: That's in the the Channel Islands Harbor. I don't really want to though. Okay. <laughs> They're one of the restaurants that have been staying open though throughout this whole pandemic.
0: So. Oh, interesting. Hmm. I'm sure things are running smoothly there. Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> Olson. All right, Miss Olsen. The <laughs> Channel Islands Harbor. Whatever.
1: <laughs> Do you think that Sarah, cash. Sarah? We
0: got that text from you. We got that it's text from fine. you.
1: You
0: said you. Would... <laughs> oh my god! Where else? Where else? Are you comfortable? Mrs. Olsen
1: about? isn't listening this far through. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's too busy no. working
0: in a restaurant. Oh, She's
1: got know. things yeah, to do. Mm-hmm. I love
0: it. What kind, kind of food? What kind of food was yes. that? Let's just do it's this. Breakfast. So. Oh, I was a breakfast um, server. Breakfast serving breakfast. is crazy, isn't it? Yes. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, it's
1: my favorite. It's, I died to be a breakfast server and could never get a
0: job. You know what kind it? of... It was a double-edged sword for me yeah. because there's you have to ask so many questions with the breakfast order. How do you like your eggs? How, How do you want, want this? Blah, blah. And it's, cheap, and it's the cheapest food. <laughs> so it's like we're doing so much work versus lunch. We're like, what kind of salad mm-hmm. do you want? And the food is half the price as lunch right. or dinner. And it's kind of bogus to me because breakfast is hard stuff. You have to wake up. You have to turn pour. And burn. I would pour um, champagne in a kitty yeah. cup and sip it all day. Kobe. I was. What? All day. All day, mama. All day. It's the only
1: way you could get through.
0: It was the only way my <laughs> hungover ass could get through serving some of those people. The after too. church crew, I had to have a buzz on. Thank you very oh, much.
1: Have yeah. you had to set any of your clients straight and just give them like a real dose of reality? Tough love. Tough
2: love. Oh, yeah. All the time. And I think um like what they say are kind of in the coaching community is like you attract um, people like you. And that's the kind of coaching that I need. Like, I really need somebody to be like, you know what, like, you're fucking up right now you need to do you know what you need to do like get your shit together you're you know and um so a lot of my clients are like that
1: why do you think we all do that we all do that we all do this huge thing where it's like we know what we need to do we've done it in the past we know we can do it but like in moments Mm -hmm. like we don't do it we don't follow through we like the food that makes us feel bad that won't let us get out of bed the next morning or like i don't know we do these things that like sabotage i'm talking about myself like we sabotage long-term goals with really short-term gratification like these really small moments that don't help the long term Mm -hmm. it's like we do it again and again and again
2: yeah and um that's why i always i'm advocating for setting small goals because that is what we do as humans we know what to do and we don't always do it so we need the constant accountability we need the constant support so when you set your when you set a small goal whether that be for the day or for the week you're act, you're physically and mentally like working towards that thing to give you your own accountability to give your own support. Um, But when we don't have goals set for ourselves, when we're not like working towards something, we always revert back to our what we know and what we know is, okay, when I am feeling this way, I'm going to eat this or I want to feel like this. So I'm going to eat this or I don't want to have this conversation. I'm going to go on Instagram for 10 hours or whatever (laughs) it is. You just described my average day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to do this. I'm going to eat this and I'm going to scroll. Yeah, it's crazy.
2: (laughs) Because we do, we we go with what we know. And but if we're actively working towards something, um, if we don't have a coach like in our corner, if we don't have somebody that's constantly there to support us, I always am advocating for. Okay, set yourself a small goal, whatever it is—a daily goal, a weekly goal. You should always be trying to do that and achieve. And then you your mind gets in the habit of doing things differently. Of okay I'm, i I want to do this because I want to achieve this you know
0: give us three give us if three small sense. goals that you think everybody should strive to to do, and I know everybody's such a a hard thing to tackle, but generally speaking, for the two of us sitting here and the listeners, what are three small goals that you think people should do every single day to live a happier life
2: um that's a great question. I love that question so the first one is um setting up a morning routine whether that be waking up earlier so you have time to eat your breakfast so you have time to do your yoga or to work out or whatever it is give yourself adequate time
0: set the um, tone for the rest of the day yeah that's set the tone not for something the day, i'm so doing the, these days
2: okay so that when people reach out to me that is i always ask them how's your morning routine Oh, you Do not Do you I want to know when it, It's bad. It's shit. The, the <laughs> yeah, alarm, the alarm your- goes
0: off at eight, and I just say out loud, why? Why, though? And I turn it off, and I go back to bed until I'm moving. <laughs> and then usually I lay there, and I play with the oh. cat, and then I roll out of bed and have coffee before water. And then I say, why though? And I sometimes like today crawled back into bed.
1: It's hard. Quarantine has been so hard. I've, I don't set like, I'm a huge like list person. If if I don't have something, set up or something to do. I feel like I have no actual value in this world. And so I've gone through that for a few weeks. I would like, just be like, just do what feels like you want to do. And then I feel disgusting and lost and go through depression. And then I like, like this week I've stacked Mm -hmm. my books. Like, even though it's, I'll write down the mundanest, like the the stupidest shit and be like, I'm going to do laundry on Tuesday. (laughs) But just having Mm -hmm. that list and like those things. And I have to wake up at the same time every day. I hate it. I hate doing it but like it helps me yeah. so much. So morning <laughs>
0: routine is number 1.
1: Morning uh, routine is number 1. Number 2 is
2: giving yourself at least 20 minutes for your meals. Oh. Breakfast, lunch and dinner.
0: That's an interesting thought. Yes. And, and why are you passionate about that as a goal?
2: Um because I think that it helps us with the structure throughout Our day, and it's like you said, Steph, like it's so hard during quarantine. We're just kind of like living our lives, you know. Um, so having that ourselves, um, allows your body to recognize, okay, this is meal time, I can have a meal, and I don't have to worry about other things because when we are. Eating or only giving ourselves five minutes to eat, we're not thinking about eating, and we're thinking about the other things that we need to do, and our food doesn't digest properly. So I'm also a health coach, <laughs> um, but yeah, so giving ourselves giving yourself twenty minutes for meal time, and ideally, if more you though. are not at no, I think you can. But I think a lot of people like um, so. This is what I have my clients do. A lot of people do eat in less than 10 minutes yeah like the
0: average I time people f- eat is like seven minutes yeah I'm a slow see i'm a slow i eat under.
1: like i'm in prison and someone's coming for my meal and mm-hmm. my roommate yes. and my boyfriend makes fun of me i
0: I, I like you know, mom, <laughs> 30
1: minutes to cook five minutes to eat my
0: mom used to say nobody's taking exactly we were eating too fast but i eat fucking slow i just am not good prison. for you i'm jealous okay. I, I i eat things slowly i just but I eat a lot Look, and I watch things slowly. But you I have something
1: on your list that you already do well. You've already done. Okay. What's finally? Number three? What's <laughs> finally number three? I'm doing okay, something
0: Number right. three.
2: <laughs> <laughs> number three, I would say, um, and I know that you posted this on Instagram, but I would say set your boundaries with your um, social media or with yeah. whatever you're consuming because when we're always in that consuming state, we don't have time to be creative or we don't have time to really tap into what makes us happy and what fuels our authentic selves. We're, you know, we want to, we're always consuming. So, um, set timers, like I have my timer on Instagram for like an hour and a half
0: mm-hmm.
2: a day. So not that I own, don't use it. I use it for more than that, but,
0: when, it, when that
2: time comes yeah it gives me that reminder of it's it will say like 15 minutes so i'll hit that and then i can be on there intentionally and not just going down the rabbit hole of whatever i'm into at that yeah. moment
1: you've Oof. said tap in a lot today and i'm curious if you're a big fan of that song tap in is it Sweden?
0: who is it <laughs> i don't know, I don't know. Bitch tap in,
1: tap 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 Ian. tap tap in. I
0: love that tap in. <laughs> what song is she sampling in that song? The beat is from another one. Blow the whistle. No. Is it?
2: Oh, it's um. Hold on, let me think. Is it blow
0: the whistle? No, I'm thinking. Yeah, of a I think one. it is. Um, blow the whistle. Yep, I think so. I think I think we got that, Sarah. Yeah. yeah Good, ding, job, ding. Good job, guys. Point two points for Gryffindor. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> well, what a delight I love you have a pop. been. Um. Thank you so much for joining us and helping us with life coaching advice. Where can people find you, you, Sarah?
2: So they can find me on Instagram, on Instagram, at Sarah Trumbull, and that's S-A-R-A-T-R-U-M-L-E. And um, yeah, you can send me a DM, like I said, if um, you are looking for resources or need other help that I'm that's not my area of expertise, I can always refer you to somebody and get you the help that you need.
1: Awesome. And obviously you'll be all over our Instagram. So if for some reason you can't figure out the spelling, which it's very easy, S-A-R-A.
0: We're S-A-R-A-T-R-U, M as a Mary, B as in bubbly, L you could either find her on our instagram which is at hand up studios or you could of course dm <laughs> stuff for i and we will send you her we got you. profile we got you girl and you've been absolutely incredible it's so nice to virtually meet oh. you
1: yeah this is fun
2: i know this is so fun i want to come back
0: thank you for the tips <laughs> we'd love to have you back <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Sarah. I'm going to send in so a
1: story, an anonymous story. Yes. Over oh, for our Valentine's yes. Day That episode. is a good reminder. Anyone listening in January or early yes. February of 2021, we are doing our Valentine's Day episode again. Send us stories.
0: We have got some doozies so far. I got some. I was reading them yesterday. I was dying. That's going to be an incredible episode, Sarah. <laughs> I can't wait to hear your story on there too.
1: <laughs> so excited for it
0: oh awesome. we can't wait all right Sarah. thank you so
1: much you're such a treat